Welcome to the 11 Warriors Radio Hour. We were sabotaged <laughs> on the air. He d- I don't know why they do this to us, man. They turn, turn the knobs down, and uh, we're over here screaming, and nothing's yeah. coming welcome, out. But, welcome, yeah, Bodie, welcome. I'm going I'm to bump these up a little bit, Bodie, try to get us back on track here, back on schedule. There we go. We, we are professionals. We yep. are nothing if not professionals. But, yeah, welcome to the 11 Warriors Radio Hour. Jason Priestess, Chris Lauderack. That was funny because I, I said it and nothing came out. I pointed at you and you said it and nothing came yeah. out. I was like, oh, no. Well, we should panic. Right. <laughs> if something happens, the camera's going to walk out of the studio. Just get our stuff. I'm like, bye. Yeah, yeah. We're out. We don't Let's know what to do. Talk in the parking lot for now. <laughs> we don't know what to do. Uh, big show tonight. Notre Dame talk because we were off last week. We've got to get into that a little bit. Uh, Bucks face another unbeaten team tonight. Alex Grinch remains terrible at his job. That's a fun storyline to follow through the years. Uh, starters, though, man, Pierre Agostini, I think I'm saying that correctly, he's a professor of physics at Ohio State University, was awarded the 2023 Nobel Prize in Physics today, hmm. recognized for experimental methods that generate attosecond pulses of light for the study of electron dynamics and matter. That's what you've been oh, working on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Related, I actually tightened up with <laughs> the wheel of my lawnmower tonight. <laughs> I thought you worked that guy on a little bit of that stuff, so good to hear, Chris, he's on that. Uh, congrats, Professor. That's uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's Cheers. huge cash yeah. prize too. Those things come with money and all kinds of good stuff. So uh, good for you, man. Not too many of those. I, I wonder how many Ohio State has. I mean, I, I don't. Right. I, I I bet it's not more than five. Maybe ten. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just throwing numbers out. <laughs> I, I don't think there's that many of them from Ohio State, right? I mean, I wouldn't think there's that many, but I yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> yep. Uh, latest from Buckeye Land. We're going to give this Notre Dame game for a couple minutes. Not going to spend too much time on it, but we were off last week for the uh, Blue Jackets preseason game. So, going to talk a little bit about it. Uh, a lot of hype coming into that one. Lou Holtz appearing on the Pat McAfee show the day before. Question Ohio State's manhood. Um, and then, you know, Bucks, Bucks kind of bit into that and uh, took a 3 nothing lead into the half. We're up 10-0 after a 61-yard Travion Henderson run in the third quarter. Then Notre Dame scored 14 straight. To take a fourteen to ten lead midway through the fourth, Bucks drove down a failed end around on fourth and one to Emeka Buka. Uh, and it looked over, man. It was like two and change. Notre Dame gets the ball back, but uh, the big galaxy brains over there decided to draw back and pass a couple times. <laughs> Bodie, what was that? Why were you passing in that situation? Because <laughs> Sam Hartman's so good. I think it was more so just once they got behind on that first down to make it a second and fifteen, and I think they got way too cute on that. I think they should have just I'm kept still running, hammering, estimate. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's not for Tui Melowau making just a heck of a play. Maybe Hartman, if he could have floated it over him a little bit better, that screen pass was there. It like, wasn't it was like JT, it was a low percentage. It was nothing. Yeah, and he yeah. kind of went for it, and if you get it, you know, it was a great call by Jared Parker. They went for the throat and they got the first down. Yeah. And, you know, that's the nature of football. It's you, incomplete and he's the biggest idiot in the world. If you get it, you're but, a hero. If you miss it, you're, you're, you're the opposite, man. Yeah. But you know how it ended, Buckeye fans? Uh, chip training with a one yard plunge with one second on the clock. And I, I'm feeling like I, I remember saying to you, Chris, I was like, I can't believe we just stole this game. And it felt like some robbery. 
Yeah, no, it definitely did. I think with four minutes left there, like you said, it's like, man, especially the first two plays of that drive, don't forget, Notre Dame gets gashed, but, you know, they get over 10 yards two plays in a row before the two JT plays to kind of set things up. You're like, oh, gosh, we may not even get the ball back. (laughs) Right, right, yeah. And then, yeah, they basically go go five and out after that. But, yeah, um, it definitely felt like, yeah, definitely felt like you stole one. Uh, Kyle McCord in clutch time. We're talking third down here. I think he was 10 of 13 for yeah. 155 and nine pickups. Yeah. That's a stat you surfaced, and I saw Ohio State put it on a graphic the day later. So uh, good work helping the Ohio State Buckeyes stat department out with that one, Chris. Yeah, some of those throws too, right? I mean, those weren't – those were some – Yeah, he came on. Some some tough shit. That throw to Agbuka. Oh, my God. I just feel feel like I was a little bit behind him. If he leads him with that, it's probably picked off or he gets killed, one of the two, but he he doesn't catch it. Every week, little steps from Kyle, man. Watch out. This kid's fourth and a seven beast. crosser to Fleming. I Unreal. mean, just, you know, the ball's got to feel a little, the a little much tighter maligned. on fourth and seven. Yeah, you dude, know? the much maligned Julian Fleming, yeah, man. Getting yeah. it done. Yeah, the one he threw tours. right over the middle that went right. Th- oh, yeah, that should have been intercepted. Never mind. Hey, yeah. mute his stuff. We're done. You're done tonight, buddy. We do owe Bodie some pizza. Uh, we'll do it down here in a, in, a, in a future show, maybe the next week or two. Because He's still uh, growing. That's fair. Like, he made some bad throws, but he bounced yeah. back from those. And yeah, it could have been over, but could have, would have, should have. Yeah, what's, this, what's the uh, Right, uh, we we owe Bodie pizza. He took Notre Dame plus three and a half, and yeah. that half point is worth a whole pie. And uh, we'll let him take home the leftovers. He can put it in the, his garage fridge and uh, you know enjoy it out there. Maybe have some while he's mowing, doing the Bodie thing. Uh, Ryan Day post game went off, which is funny because like you don't see him do this Watch often. This. Did you see <laughs> Jerry Emig, Ohio State SID for football? You could hear him say like, you know, take a deep breath, coach. Yeah. Call me, you know. And then he's like, no, watch this. And he just grabbed the mic. He's like, New Holtz, where you? I want to know yeah. where New Holtz is right now. He's like contouring. You grab the spreader. Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> he did grab the spreader. He went to he torched uh, Lou Holtz and uh, everyone. Which I think Michael Bennett, uh, former Buck, had a funny tweet that night saying, you know, Lou Holtz isn't even up right now. He has no idea what's happening. He's <laughs> a better date. You know, no idea. Right. Well, and I mean, be real. It wasn't about just Lou. That was the icing on the cake of just some buildup yeah. of, you know, a narrative about his team that he did not agree with. And he needed that. A lot of people are like, oh, I can't believe you're saying that about an old man. Who cares? It was it was bigger than it's that. Football. I mean, he took it out on Holtz, it's but it was it, it was bigger than that. I don't have it. I don't old man stuff. It's football. Right, he's not. Oh, I, he's not. Yeah. He's not calling Holtz's yeah. uh, wife a bad name. He's he's talking football trash right. talk. And you right. can from from. It's not like it was unprovoked. No, <laughs> from infant to ninety nine, you can talk trash about sports to anyone. It's my my philosophy. Yeah. Like if, if, if infant rolls in right now, yeah. starts talking trash Michigan about Michigan, 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 we're gonna hit him up. You know? yeah, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna be crying when he gets out of here. I mean, don't do it, infant. Uh, Day improved to seventeen and six versus ranked opponents. That's seventy three point nine percent, the best record among active FBS coaches. Tremendous uh, stretch by him. Uh, you know, not bad for third base, right? As Harbaugh would say. I think some of the stuff he's doing on his own. And if you look around, we'll talk about this in a second. The only quarterback Day's ever had for his full tenure at Ohio State is dicing the NFL up. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. that in a minute. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on that. Well, I think it's just under-talked about that. It's like, oh, here's the keys to Lamborghini. But you're that's great. You got the talent. He keeps the pipeline coming. But it, you're learning to be a head coach on the fly. Yes. Making the, you know, the, talking about him as a play caller, I personally think he's a good play caller. Just times anybody, you're going to question their play yeah, calls. Yeah, but, I mean, you're not going to be perfect. But trying to lead a program, trying to think about all these different things that you've never had to do at any level before, mm-hmm. to me, that's where you got to give Day some grace is just, He's yeah. still on some level growing into some of those pieces of, of the pie. He's yep. always been an offensive guy, just yep. thinking about that, and is obviously elite at developing quarterbacks. So You're right. I think that uh, you know you kind of see the same fruits. Maybe we're you know a lot of people wanted to run Harbaugh out of town. They couldn't find better options, and he didn't leave, so they kept waiting. And now they feel really good about they want it. Want a statue? And not they? saying days that same track because no, he obviously no. didn't have those struggles. But I, I think you know pa- patience can can pay off. 
Good point. Uh, Urban, a lot of these guys learn somewhere else. Harbaugh, San Diego State, Urban Meyer, Bowling Green. Yeah. I mean, you learn not at Ohio State. Any and to be job. fair, a lot of guys wreck the Lamborghini. Yeah. Most of them probably wreck the Lamborghini. Yeah. Not yeah. many of them pick it up and run with it, right. man. I mean, right. it's it's hard. Taking over the Hurricanes, you, want, you know. What do you want to be? The guy after the guy. Not Larry the guy Coker, at, right. The guy after the guy after the guy. Whatever, right? You don't want to, be, you don't want to come in after the dude. Yeah. You want to let another dude come first and yeah. screw it up and then come in and look good. So, uh, defense, we got to talk about it. You and I have been on this all summer and fall how they would be back, and sure enough, man, no touchdowns this season longer than two yards for Ohio State, which yeah. is kind of an insane stat. Yeah. That comes from Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com, at the presser today. Uh, you know, especially for a team the last couple of years that had like to give up lots of long touchdowns. You know? <laughs> so this is a welcome sight, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Past defenses looked really good without like a huge statistically successful pass rush. I think some of the advanced metrics are a little bit more in their favor, but the it's not like, you know, that they've had to cover for just two seconds and the ball's out. I mean, there's lots of times where quarterbacks have time and the secondary has, has looked really, really good elite. so far. Yeah, elite. Uh, Bucks have, uh, they're the only team in college football that have not given up a pass through the air of 20 yards. That's his air yards here, not catch and run uh, against an FBS opponent. Yeah. Not one this season. Yeah. That's nuts. There were like 10 of them by this time last yeah. season. Oh, right? yeah. That yeah, must absolutely. be real, right? Yeah. Um, just three plays. This is some of the data you had on 11 Warriors Sunday, Chris. Three plays over 30 yards all season. Zero plays over 40 this season so far. They had 18 of those last year. I mean, you know, granted, there's four games in. They could, they're going to face some tougher teams, yeah. but this is and a great start. And a lot of them were backloaded last year, yeah. right? Because, you know, they kind of hemorrhaged those, those kind of plays the last two games of the season. But, yeah, you're definitely seeing a concerted effort from Knowles not to be, and he's talked about it, like, don't be aggressive for the sake of being ag- over-aggressive for the sake of being over-aggressive. You've got better talent most of the time. There's no reason to always force the issue. And that's paying off for them. I love that because they got the blitzes now when they want them. Yeah, and, and yeah. they're not showing them. Like yeah. you're gonna, Penn State could see some stuff that we haven't seen blitz wise. And mm-hmm. good luck, James. Uh, giving up 149 pass yards per game. You remember in, in 2019 they gave up 156. So we're starting to talk about that. Ryan Day had a presser today. A couple quick things we'll get into. Marvin Harrison's 100. percent That looks scary when he rolled the ankle at Notre Dame. I had to get that thing heavily taped. Uh, good to have him back at 100. Uh, percent Day did confirm Ohio State has the sneak in the playbook. Um, wouldn't mind seeing that here and there, especially some of that stuff, the the uh, the tush push that Philly's doing and did some of those exotic uh, <laughs> yeah. exotic sneaks. Uh, Urban did not have the sneak at all, I don't, I'm convinced, but it's good, good to see Day has it. And some quick buy stats, man. OSU's coming off a buy. He's going to welcome Maryland uh, this Saturday. We'll talk more on that later. Bucks are 6-0 in games following buys under Day with the average margin of victory, 41 points. Uh, they're 44-15 and 15 all-time in those games following buys. Last loss coming in 2005, 17 to 10 to Penn State. I remember that game. Bodie was probably four, I want to say, when that happened. <laughs> 2005? 2005, I, uh, nine. Nine? Yep. I'm a Close, close. Uh, transactions. The AP poll. Bucks remained fourth. They jumped after uh, beating Notre Dame, remained fourth this week. You got Georgia, Michigan, Texas ahead of them in the AP poll. Uh, Florida State fifth. Bucks are third in the coaches. Lou Holtz has Ohio State like 98th right now on his uh, <laughs> FWA ballot, but no one uh, cares about that poll. CJ Stroud balling in the NFL, man. Uh, Houston's two and two in the AFC South's week. Like, yeah. when's the last time Houston's been like a threat to anyone? Right. Right, yeah, no, he's he's looked really good and do it. It's not like he's got some elite receiving core. I mean, Nico Collins is oh, having dude. a pretty nice year yeah, in yeah, tandem yeah. with him, yeah. but it's not like he's an all pro. No, yeah, that's it. He's, he's making guys good, yeah. like which good players yeah. do. And I think as much he's talked about just the attitude around the building. Like he's like, we're you know losing ain't okay with me. Yeah. I'm not used to this. Like Wants you know, we'll see. I, you know, I don't yeah. know that they're going to go 15 and two the rest no. of the way. But the fact that he what what was the company he joined? He's he's got three straight. Or, 
four straight games over 300 yards with no interceptions and yeah. the only five other guys that first do that four games the Hall of Fame. Yeah, first four games of the season, he's averaging 300 with zero interceptions. Five other guys have done that. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Pat Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, every you see those stats a lot, and there'll be like yeah. one weird dude in there. There's yeah. like these are all five <laughs> Hall of Famers. There's no like random guy in there. Like, you know, like there's a guy who had like a hot one like year. Bubby Bristol. Yeah, there's like, yeah, there's none of that in this stat. You look up and you're like, wow. Okay, good job, CJ. Uh some news today. Ohio State at Purdue later in the season. Is going to be on Peacock. We knew the day was coming. Yeah, we knew. Yeah, we thought it would be Maryland, right? I mean, yeah. that was the early rumor is that it would be this week against Maryland. Instead, it pushed back to whenever Ohio State plays Purdue. I haven't circled that one no. on the calendar, but I'm hoping it's. Is it in November or no? Sometime it's this year. I can tell you that <laughs> it's in it's in 2022. Yeah, that's Purdue. next Saturday. It's after Maryland. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Man, well, that's actually go not good. I was go hoping it'd be November because I need it for basketball. Yeah. Also, so oh, I want to pay for an October. You're, month in, you're in Peacock for when the long I'm watching one game because the Hoosk schedule came out today. Big Ten. Yeah. schedule and the Buckeyes got six games on Peacock. There's some good ones. They're like on that in- network, second most of any network oh, they're really? on. Yeah. yeah, like Indiana, Ohio State's on Peacock. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a game people want to watch, right? Yeah, they're on Big Ten Network the most and then Peacock second most. So yeah, I know I'm I'm going to get it, but I was hoping maybe I could not have to start it until November. Yeah, that'll be good for you, man. You can watch Yellowstone. You're looking forward to that. <laughs> Coming up, we got three questions for the Maryland game. It's Lemon Warriors on the fan. Unlike your deadbeat uncle, we'll never leave you stranded in a ditch when you were six. This promo may have been a touch too specific. The Fanation. Now this one dedicated to all of you. Them who all girls love to send nice things to them girls. <laughs> Trees are like diamonds and pearls. Dedicated to all the girls around the world. And this is Raymond and Shaggy with a combination with your mix. Flip this one for your musical disc. And we are back. Uh, Bodie, man, the, the tunes are banging tonight, but my guy. Uh, is that Shaggy? Vibes are high. Is that Shaggy? Uh, yes. That, yep. was our, that was our guess in here. First thought I was like, is this Wycliffe? What is this? Uh, vibes are hot. Is that what you had to say? Vibes are high. Oh, vibes <laughs> are high. Okay. All right. I'm not a vibe or guy. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm too not a vibe guy. Not? Everybody's a vibe guy. No vibe. My vibes vibe left about right 15 years ago, so... Vibes uh, are high. Buckeyes are undefeated, right? Yeah. You're, you're Irish. Don't keep, keep uh, winning games for us. Help us out. Professional Ohio football teams look like dark crap on Sunday. <laughs> the vibes are low. <laughs> vibes are low with the pro teams. This is right not now? the uh, Cincinnati Bengal radio exactly. hour. Thank God, yeah. right? Uh, Blue Jackets are poised to win the cup. They're undefeated. Yep. They are unbeaten in the regular season. Got that to look forward to. <laughs> Maryland coming to town Saturday, man. Noon game, Ohio Stadium. Uh, my notes are wrong here. It's Fox, right? It is. My notes. That's correct. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I had Peacock big, on the big brain. Nooner. I had Peacock yeah. on the brain. So, but it is Fox. You can also listen to it right here on 97.1. The fan, uh, fun fact, uh, one of 11 warriors writers uncovered this earlier in the week. Josh, uh, Paula said that five and O Maryland coming to town marks the first time since 1940 that the Bucks have played unbeaten opponents in their first five weeks of the season. That's a long time. That is crazy. And it actually goes back to last year, the last two games, right? So they're actually on a seven-game seven game run yeah. of playing undefeated teams. Last time they lost was to Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they can, uh, they're can. they good against everyone but the Bucks. We got some questions about this one. It'll be a fun one. I mean, they got they got a dude, man. They got some dudes. They got one a quarterback, a couple others. Maybe not enough dudes is kind of where I'm at with this one yet. Yeah, you saw. I think I think you're spot on with that. They've definitely got some dudes. They just don't have enough. Yeah, 
dudes yet. You need lots of dudes to beat yeah. Ohio State. Yeah. There's only a few teams well, that have lots of dudes. in the Big Ten East, you better stack some dudes. They do. Stack some dudes. That's the uh, moral of, the, uh, uh, of tonight's show. Uh, my first question, how are they unranked? They're 5-0. and oh, And I'm not going to say they've, they've beaten you know, Georgia and Alabama back-to-back and then crazy, but you know <laughs> they, they handled Sparty. They hung 21 on Indiana in the first quarter. It, it proved to me that even Vandy at five and zero would be ranked like sixteenth, right? Because of the SEC thing. Yeah. Well, I you know normally I'm with you there, but Kentucky was they were four and zero and they weren't they ranked did. until they beat Florida. But they had well, also we're talking played. about we're talking about five and zero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're talking so, about, you know you add that Indiana one in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, LSU being ranked right now is just too, laugh too, out loud hilarious. Like, too lost. We well, knew you. We knew you'd come off the top ropes I with some Brian Kelly I love. I couldn't resist <laughs> myself. You would. In a span of about two hours, they uh, gave up fifty points and lost, and the Irish won by a miracle. But that was a good Saturday night. Got That's the, what happens though. Some of these voters are afraid to like admit that like they shouldn't have voted somebody high, so they just slowly back them up, even though they suck. And then some of these teams just stay on the outside looking in, like the guys that had Donovan Jackson number two in our Buckeye twenty <laughs> ballots. I know someone that did that. Um, it was not me. Did Bo? Do you have YouTube TV at all? Yes. Yep. Have you? Wow. Well, my mom does, and so therefore, I <laughs> that's the best kind of way to have it, right? Is mom pays cell bill. Mom, 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 take, mom, care mom of me. take care I didn't of me. Let them know. You guys can use my Peacock account on Saturday if you want, because I paid for it for the Notre Dame game. Uh, well, that's last nice, buddy. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, have you messed around? Have you seen the key play feature when you go back and watch a game? You're like, oh, I miss this game. It says, oh, yeah. do you, you want to watch it live or do you want to watch the key plays? Yeah, it's magic. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, I missed Nebraska, Michigan. I'm like, I want to see what happened here. Or yeah, Nebraska, Michigan. I want to see what happens. It's like, okay, here's the 13 key plays from that game. I pulled up the LSU. Amazon. Yeah, sorry, not to interrupt you, but the Amazon Thursday night football. They kind of do something similar, similar and that's uh, that's pretty cool too. But yeah, I, I pulled up LSU old miss and there were 54 key plays <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't have that much like time hours watch, the whole, watch, the, watch the whole game for that and i'm like <laughs> so uh but i love it man did you, will you mess with the four uh, games up at one time oh yeah yep is that not heaven yeah that thing is pretty awesome especially when it's like four games you're kind of casually interested in like i if i'm watching ohio state they're, they're the only thing on the tv yes but, but if it's four games and like you know colorado's one and washington state's one or something i'm like this is this is heaven Gotta get it, man. Yeah, I think I yeah I may have to bite the bullet there. Just get it for a month. I could have you know the big TV it's and insane. then the the smaller one with four on there. It's insane. Like I, I love it, man. I'm a big fan of it so far. Uh, next question, Chris. How will the secondary fare against Tylea Tagabailoa? He's uh, legit, man. Two seventy two ninety seven per game passing for this team. Nineteenth in the country. Um, what do you think they're going to do? It's a big yeah, test. I mean, it, it is the biggest test. I think uh, you know, we were talking about Sam Hartman before the show. I think he's really good. I think Tagovailoa is asked to do even more than Sam Hartman is, though. So you know, he's going to be dropping back. You remember last year? I mean, he they were they were flirting with an upset there against Ohio State for a while. It was thirty three to thirty. Nine, nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. They actually led at halftime last year, 13 to 10. So um, that was, again, because of him, right, yeah. doing pretty much everything. So it is a big test for the secondary. I think it's also a big test for the defensive line. Ohio State sacked him five times last year, including one that went for a touchdown. Um, so I, I think that, yeah, it's not just on the secondary. And, you know, Maryland doesn't really have that one number one go-to receiver. They got like five dudes catching, kind of like Notre Dame did, where they yeah. don't really have like no, a Raheem main Jared guy. Or Stephen Diggs yeah, this not year, now. Right? Dumas yeah. they yeah. had before. Dumas, Jared. Uh, 
Robert Demas. Yeah, yeah. They don't have any of those dudes, but they but they got functional guys. Hell, they think they have like three running backs that carry the ball a lot too. Um, but I, it's going to be a big test for sure. I, I think they're up to it, but I also think part of that is going to be because you're finally going to see the defensive line maybe get some of those numbers. Whether you think they've gotten some pressure or not, they really haven't turned it into those you know those numbers in the stat sheet. And, and I think there's a good chance that they do that. Um, Tagovailoa will hold on to the ball, try to make something happen. They're going to have to cover for longer, but I feel good about Burke. Uh, feel good about Igbenosin. Feel really good about Proctor. Ransom's been playing really good. Josh Proctor, dude. Not as sold as Hancock quite yet, but that's your third cover guy, so you shouldn't be as sold. But, um, yeah, I, I think they're going to pass his test. I think he throws the ball so much that he's still going to throw for over 200 yards, but he's averaging 295-ish. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know that he gets there. And uh be nice to get some pressure on him and get a couple picks this week. Under 225 is a win, I think. Oh, under 225, I think, would be amazing just because, again, they're going to throw it a lot, especially if they're behind. They're going to have to throw it a lot, and you can still have a good pass defense game and give up over 225 if they throw it 35-plus times. I don't like playing Loxley, man. I don't. He's always got a couple dudes. Not enough dudes again, but a couple dudes that give you a little scare. And uh, let's never forget, my man got mayo dumped on him after winning the mayo bowl. Did you remember seeing the footage yeah. of that? Like, <laughs> you don't mess with the guy who gets, like, willingly gets mayo dumped on him, right? You don't mess with that guy. No. Can't do it. Uh, you touched on a little bit on the DEs. You think they get home, man? They've got a lot of good looks and advanced stats right now. Getting win rates and pressures and everything, but the sacks. Yeah, I, I do think there's going to be a little bit more activity this weekend. I mean, Maryland, if you look at it, I think maybe they're fifth in the country in sacks allowed per game. It's something crazy like that. But I mean, they've you know they've put those stats up against Towson, Charlotte, Virginia, Michigan State, and Indiana. Indiana's defense actually wasn't you know didn't. Um, look bad against Ohio State in the opener, but I, I do, for whatever reason, feel like the defensive line, particularly the defensive ends, are going to be in position to make some more plays this weekend. Who, who has who? Uh, what defensive end has the most sacks? Oh, I think you'll see JT get home this week. Stopping there, yeah. Not going yeah. to not going to give Jack any. Uh, I mean, I still need to see it. I had some moments here, I guess, but so far I've been been left wanting more from thirty three. Bonus question: Is there still bad blood between? Ryan Day and Mike Loxley. Remember four years ago, there were some rumors that Lox or someone on his staff ratted out Chase Young's family for traveling, and he was suspended for those two games, mid about 2019 season. Day goes into Maryland, uh, hangs 73 on him. He's calling onside kicks, timeouts up. 42 on him. I mean, like, just stuff. You're like, whoa, what did he do, man? Did he, like, did he wreck his car? Like, what happened here? Yeah, he was mad. That onside kick was one of the most beautifully executed, like, just boss moves i've ever seen what'd you say they were up 21 when he did that second quarter maybe something and up 42 calling timeouts yeah and the outside kick was second quarter right yeah i mean that was just a teardrop that alave caught looked like a pass um yeah there's there's obviously something still there and you know as close as the games have been in maryland a couple years right the Dwayne haskins game went to ot and said last year wasn't a cakewalk uh ended up being a 13 port margin but they i think they scored like nine seconds left or something last year on that fumble yeah most of them um, big though that he had at home they've been blowout city yeah they used to rough durkin up when he was there yeah you know urban had his number forever yeah at home they've been blowout city but they got they got some talent uh line is ohio state minus 20 where you at on that yeah, I haven't seen the over-under to accompany that, but I, I hadn't really given it too much thought. I hadn't turned in my prediction, but off the top of my head, I'm thinking 38-17, somewhere in there. 37-13 is where I'm at. 37 so I, I, still, I still believe in this defense, man. They're, they're, you know, I think he's going to move the ball, but man, this defense is yeah. filthy for recent recent standards, at least. Yeah, I don't think 17 to those guys is terrible, especially if they're no, behind and they're all. just continuing to throw and try, you know, rushing to score. Not at all. Coming up, 
We'll break down the latest update to the Buckeye 20 on 11warriors.com. It's 11W on the fan. The 11 Warriors Radio Hour is brought to you by Atlas Butler Plumbing Services. Atlas Butler's expert plumbers can take care of anything from a clogged drain to a broken wall. Hour. Hey, we're back, and uh, love coming back to music like this. Bodie's killing it. Thanks, Bodie. <laughs> Brian Adams. You know, you can dig a little bit. Played hockey today at lunch. I'm a little sore. Uh, Mark Stetson, one of the guys that, uh, on the 1870 team, skated. he skates with us on these. and uh, He's not bad. He grew up in Michigan. He's got inherited advantages that some of us that play hockey in Ohio grew up with. But mm-hmm. uh, he got dumped by a female today. Oh, it was nice. the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. And he's sliding across the ice. And he like knew when he got up. And everyone's looking at him like, uh-oh. And this is like someone's daughter that got him, too. It wasn't even like a full-grown woman. <laughs> So, good times. I was worried the other day. I was talking with him, and I realized it was like encroaching on Monday Night Raw time. He's I'm like, I'll let that. you go, man. Yeah, I'll yeah. let you go. He's insane about that. Like, <laughs> it's an American institution. Bo, do you watch pro wrestling? You do, don't you? <laughs> You're not gonna be able to go back to Newark unless you say you do. You know that, right? <laughs> I've honestly never watched it before. Never. I watched it as a kid. I watched it as a kid. I watched yeah, Hulk Hogan as a kid. Nothing like, against it. I from birth it was just entertained football <laughs> and the cowboys and the cowboys and, the cowboys. and duke yeah. and the yankees <laughs> yeah i was really conflicted saturday night it was my favorite football and basketball team tough tough year for and, uh your yankees the- <laughs> <laughs> but cowboys look Fire good cash for yeah yeah i guess so uh 11 warriors has this really cool feature this year called the buckeye 20 uh year-round ranking of the top 20 players on ohio state's roster will probably be updated you know about five five or so times a year voted on by the 11 warriors staff kind of like a 24 7 composite but of the players on the team yeah right we'll update it first batch was out in the preseason four games in uh dan hope and the team updated it this week and uh gonna rip through these really quickly and tell you who jumped and, and who did what but marv's number one we're good with that right everyone's pr- probably cool with that Indeed. You, okay. Mecca too. I think that's a no-brainer. Yeah. yeah. Denzel Burke, number three, jumped five spots. He was eighth in our, our preseason rankings, and he's earned it. 100%. You had him three? I had you? him three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Eichenberg at four, down one spot. A lot of what he does is is, is, is kind of hard to notice, but he's, he's dependable, reliable. I had Tyleek four. Had Tyleek. Well, Tyleek's five in our composite, and he wasn't even on the top 20 or yeah. others getting votes in yeah. the preseason. He's, he's out of a rocket, dude. I mean... Guy from nowhere, and now he's fifth, and he's earned that. He's been everywhere. Mm-hmm. Trav- he's still third on the team in tackles, I think, as a defensive lineman. That's nuts. That doesn't happen. No. Here's what's even crazier. Travion's had a monster year, been really, really good. He goes down a spot because Denzel and Tyleek have been so darn good. <laughs> like Travion was fifth preseason. Now he's sixth in our Buckeye 20. Um, number seven's Kyle McCord. He's up eight spots. I had him there early. I've always like said it all summer, and I don't care who it is. Ryan Day's going to have a good quarterback, and I think that's earned. Uh, Cade Stover, number eight. And Cade's very polarizing. Uh, yeah. Some fans really love him, and some fans are kind of hard on him sometimes, I think. You know, and, and, and you know, not that he's perfect, and, and, and some, some criticisms probably deserved. But he's up eight spots from 16 to eight. What do you think about Cade? Think, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is how he's being used. I mean, if we're being honest, he's not always a consistent, he's not a consistent blocker. He can clean blocks no problem and other ones he just misses entirely but knowing they're using him so much in the pass game right now it's you, you can't deny what he's doing as a receiver 
Yeah. And, and obviously as a leader and all those, I mean, ask anybody in that program, they say he's doing all of that oh, stuff. Yeah, they right? love like him for he that. is he is yeah. he is a legit captain and he's an excellent, you know, he's been an excellent receiver so far. JTT at nine, down five spots. He was four in our preseason rankings in the Buckeye twenty. It's fair. He's been good. Hasn't recorded a sack. Though. Yeah, I think it's the same thing as last year. You're looking for that consistency. You don't expect Penn State game every time, but like the Notre Dame game, he was pretty quiet. And then, boom, we were talking about earlier in the show. Those two plays he made yeah. to help give Ohio State's offense the ball back, I mean, those were gigantic. The five-yard you know, TFL, but that screen breakup was huge. huge yeah. To Bodie's point, I mean, if he catches that ball, he's probably going to run for a while. Maybe he's just got crazy stamina. Because late Penn State, he was late Penn State doing yeah. work too. Maybe yeah. like he's, you know, okay, okay, okay. And then like the fourth quarter, he's like, I'm still going because I run 20 miles a day. You know, uh, they switched him to the other end in that game too, right? Because he was going against Notre Dame's left tackle and was Joel. really struggling because that, that guy's a stud. But over the other side, he's had a little bit more success late. I think Notre Dame's going to have the best line Ohio State faces maybe all year, at least until they get to That's Michigan. That's possible. Until they get to Michigan at least. Best left tackle. I'm yeah, they're, they're legit. Lathan Ransom at number 10, up three spots from our preseason rankings. Yeah, I had He's him been seven, fantastic. but a lot of it was recency. That He was tremendous in that oh Notre Dame game. When Four you ask him stop. to stop the run, yeah. yeah him and Sonny blowing yeah, that up. Yeah, he didn't do that just once either. I mean, what he, I know he ended up with double-digit tackles. Mike Hall, number 11 in the rankings, down four spots. He's steady, but like, you know, guys are showing out. They're going to move up, and you're going to have to move down. That's just something. Tight League's done kind of what you were hoping Hall would do, what right. most folks were hoping Hall would do. Tight League's done more than Hamilton. you would think any defensive lineman was going to do. I mean, we had, we had Mike Hall yeah. and Ty Hamilton yeah. like way up there, and then all of a sudden Tight League's Well, you hear up. that sleeper talk even yeah. coming out of the Woody yeah. that like yeah. this guy is just like his brother and can be an NFL guy. Yeah. But yeah. he's been oh, he's been fine. He just hasn't been, as, certainly hasn't been in the same stratosphere as Ty Leak. Josh Proctor, the safety at number 12, he was not only unranked in our preseason rankings, the Buckeye 20, he was uh, like 26. He was like that others receiving votes land. And good for him. I got a chuckle the other day. I was looking for a picture of him for something. And you know, he, he uh, we got photos of him getting flowers on senior day last year. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's balling out. Like, dude, I'm, yeah. you know, COVID guys have done that now it's a little unorthodox and that'll stop in a few years once they all get through the system or maybe, right. maybe this year but uh just seeing like the senior day i like we thought he might have gone right right you see him taking the flowers walking out and i don't coach. think anybody was necessarily boohooing no, over it he no. really hadn't done much promises there physical guy but man i think it's been one of the most important stories on the defense is his is his kind of resurgence because a lot of people were thinking jihad carter would step in and be the starter and he he played limited minutes. Yeah. He kind of got the Proctor treatment from last year where he was in and he was out. And, and I think as good as everyone thinks Malik Hartford can be, it's tough to do that right off the rip. Yeah, as a it freshman. is. It is. Uh, 13, Steel Chambers, down three spots from the preseason where he was 10. 14, Sonny Styles holds at 14. You know, kind of getting what we probably expected. He's having a good year. But again, tough to do as a, a young man. Number 15, Davison Igbenosin, up five spots. He was 20 in our preseason. He's been really good. Not quite as good as Burke. But, man, I feel like we got two good corners. Yeah, well, I think a lot of times, too, people look at that, and they're like, man, they're going to Dig Benosin again. It's like, well, if you're not going to go to Burke yeah, ever. What are you going to do? Because right? it's a waste yeah. of a down. You've yeah. got to go to the other guys. I think, him. again, it's Dig Benosin and Hancock. They're seeing most of the action because of that. And I definitely think Dig Benosin has held up significantly better than Hancock to this point. Absolutely. Uh, 16, uh, Chip Trainer, man. The guy was, again, unranked. Not even the others receiving votes. And comes in. He's the second running back on the field. Got the important one-yard touchdown plunge in Michigan. Or, I'm sorry, Notre Dame just to steal that win. Uh, good for him. He's been really good in a lot of areas. Yeah. Yeah, team guy. Number 17, Donovan Jackson, down 11 spots. He was six in our preseason. 
And to his credit, it's hard sometimes to judge offensive line talent. I mean, unless you have a real eye for the game or you're really watching the trenches, it's hard to kind of get a feel if a guy's doing. I mean, you sack or holding, that stuff stands out. But right. just run-of-the-mill stuff, it's hard. Your average run play, it's hard to tell if a guy's doing really well or not. Right? right. Well, you don't even know what they're on every play exactly what they're supposed to be doing. They're not always supposed to hit the guy directly across from no. them even. So it's hard to tell who missed a block or you know those things sometimes. But uh, I do think, though, that you know, just part if, if the whole offensive line is underachieved, which it has. He certainly, you know, all those guys have dropped. Matt Jones at 18. He's down seven spots. He was uh, at number 11 in our preseason Buckeye 20. Uh, Josh Fryer at 19. He was stayed the same. He was 19 in our preseason uh, rankings. Uh, and Jack Sawyer down to number 20. He was uh, number 12 in our preseason Buckeye 20. So, you know, tail end of this list is some guys falling. But let's talk for a minute about the guys that fell out. Mayan Williams was nine in our preseason Buckeye yeah. 20, not yeah. even ranked right now because we haven't seen Mayan. Yeah. It's yeah, all he, early, and that's it. He hasn't been able to do much. Trainum's obviously broke that long run in, uh, you know, in the um, opener of the second game. And, yeah, Mayan's – he's had limited carries, but I think in his carries only averaging about 3.5 yards, 3.8 it looks like here, whereas Chip's at 5.8 and Travion's at 6.7. So, um, actually, as you look at it, Trainum's only had six more carries than Mayan. Um, but he's I feel like we haven't seen Mayan in the last it. two weeks. Mayan, Mayan yeah. at least in the opener. Well, Dame, he, got, he got one down by the goal line and was stuffed. Yeah, and, yeah but no, he had, it's definitely turned over time. But if you look at the season totals to date, yeah, it's only six more carries for Chip at this point. Also in the preseason Buckeye 20, Josh Simmons at 17. Uh, they still love him over there. They think he's supremely uh, athletic and has got some talent. He's playing okay, but like... We we knew when when they got the transfer, like one of the first things our writers saw was, hey, this guy committed a lot of penalties, and he's he's doing a lot of that this year too. So if he cuts down <laughs> on those, he can he can jump back up this list. Yeah, he's got the physical attributes for sure. You got to hope he uh, just continues to kind of grow into it. And he's had moments. I mean, that's why they're still high on him because he's had moments where you're like, yep, that's what you want to see every play. But just wash, rinse, repeat is you know is is hard to do. It's easy to say, it's hard to do. Absolutely. Number eighteen is uh, last month is out of it this month. Julian Fleming, and this is the one I actually feel bad about. Um, not that I don't feel bad about the other guys, but th- I feel like he could still be around there. He's a good leader. He caught that fourth down pass at Notre Dame. Um, it's just like there are too many other guys making plays and doing stuff that kind of crowded him out. But I don't feel like I don't feel like he's worse than we thought he was going to be. If that makes sense, you know. So well, in my mind, you can make an argument yeah. like he should stay at eighteen. You know, they could easily say that, right? Yeah, I mean, you're splitting hairs. He probably would have been what twenty three or something like that if we stretch it out to the top twenty five. He'd still be in the mix. Uh, I think the fact of the matter is, is that because Cade has caught so many balls as a tight end, which we normally don't see, he's got seventeen catches. I mean, that's as many as Marvin Harrison Jr. has. You remember? Cade. You remember in two thousand eleven when Stoneburner had twelve catches? Yeah. Then led, led the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit different. A little bit different time. But yeah. yeah, I mean, your top three receivers right now are Egbuka, Stover, and Harrison. Um, when you think about catches, Egbuka's not, not got nineteen. Caden Marvin have seventeen each. Fleming's got thirteen. They just don't go anywhere. It's only for eight yards. All the other guys are averaging at least almost fourteen a catch. It, it kind of makes sense too, because uh, young quarterback, who are you going to lean on? That guy that's lined up closest to you. It's his yeah. shortest throw. He's definitely throwing shorter times. throws. But hey, that fourth and seven on that cross, where'd he go? And 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 Fleming didn't drop it. And he's had some drops he's yeah. had before. Hats off to Julian Fleming for that. Coming up. Radio Buckshots. This time it's for real, man. We really believe the Big Ten is better than the SEC at the top this year. We'll get into that. We come back. It's Lev Moore's on the fan. The two most mature people working at the radio station. And that's just because they wear pants. The pervert in the skivvies. Rock men and ice. Weekdays at noon. The fashion. 
It's the last segment of the show. You know what that means. It's time for Buck Shots. And we're back, man. Last segment of the show, Radio Buckshots. Thanks so much for joining us. Jason Priest is Chris Lauderback, 11 Warriors Radio Hour. Bodie Wells on the uh, on the decks over there. That's what they call them. The kids call them decks, right? Not oh, they do now? I, I think it's know. called decks, right? Not the slang for tables? I have no idea. Right. Sure. Thanks, Bodie. A um, <laughs> couple more things to get us off the air. There's something in this studio that's chiming, and we're trying to figure out what it is. <laughs> And Actually, bo- we're not trying to figure out. <laughs> 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 we tried for about three seconds. Bodie wouldn't let us unplug this thing because we don't know what it does, but uh, didn't want to bring the whole station down. Uh, nothing's going to be better that one night when Hayden was here and then he got a call on the bat phone because they were off the air and he just ran out of the room. We were live and we're looking at him like, uh, okay, let's keep going. Um, let's talk about the Big Ten, man, because fun home stretch. Those three have the top three scoring defenses. People. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Here's my thing. What if they split games, home games? You know, Ohio State beating Penn State and Columbus. Penn State beating Michigan and State College. And then Michigan beating Ohio State and Ann Arbor. They're all going to end up 8-1 and one or 7-1 and one or whatever in the conference. Tied three ways. Um, but only one of those teams has a road win at a ranked Notre Dame. And part of that stinks because we have to continue rooting for Notre Dame to win games. I don't like doing that too much. Right. I'll do it this year, but I won't do it next year. Um that could come in handy, you know, for CFP consideration, things like that. If they're, you know, you know, as long as these are close games and they all mm-hmm. kind of knock each other off at home, mm-hmm. could it, also be two from the Big Ten this year. I mean, you, right that's now you feel point. like the that's you feel like point. the Pac twelve's got a chance to get they one. Got, that's they, been a good league. Could the Pac twelve get two? Because if any year they could get two, this they, is their year. They could, but I, you know, they could. But I think the Big Ten probably has a better chance of getting two than they do. Yep. Um, I mean, we've already seen it happen before. And they've only definitely been not seen it happen ever. there. Yeah. Period. Yeah, they right. Left so out. you know, two Big be? Tens, one Pac twelve, and one SEC feels possible. Two Pac twelves, two Big Tens, stop the vote. There you go. Yeah, just no That'll ACC, no Big Twelve. I don't know. Texas Notre Dame still working. They got hard. a schedule though, man. They still got some, still got some guys to play. Yeah. So does, so does Ohio State, but. Yeah, it feels like the only thing with the Pac-12 might be they just take out each other, right? Yeah. That's kind of happened yeah. in some years past, and yeah. it feels like, I mean, how many teams they got ranked at this point? It's, it's well, got to it, be like half the it's league. It's so surreal, there. and I'm old enough to have seen this previously in years past, but it's so surreal to see Washington State and Oregon State ranked. Like that's and like those are things that don't they happen. Deserve yeah, they deserve like, it. Yeah, LSU legit. should not be ranked. They're legit. I'll say it. And you can and make an like, argument. Right. Those two teams like probably should be like they yeah. they have that right. They're legit. You can make an argument right now that Washington might be the best team in the country. Yeah, because they kind of struggled on Saturday. They did, they but kinda, Penix but has been housing. Yes, did they play? They play in Arizona is, Saturday. Uh, I can't remember if it was home or road, that, but I know they did play Arizona. Okay, yeah. it, was, it was there because I remember reading okay. there's some there's some night game desert spookiness for teams that go down there, and they always get like an upset here or there. It's kind of like when Ohio State goes to Purdue and some teams, you know, <laughs> there's weird stuff that happens. Ron Dale Moore just starts. You can't around. account for that. Some of that stuff. So I do know that they're they're like I remember reading on Reddit like the Washington fans are like happy to get out of there with the W. They're like, all right, good, you know, like this is like a house of horrors in the desert at night. We don't like it. Uh, but Penix been amazing. Um, fun to watch, man. And you know, if they split, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, got to talk real quick. We're running out of time. Alex Grinch still doing Alex Grinch things. He was awful at Ohio state in 2018, awful at Oklahoma from 19 to 21, awful at USC last year. And this year, dude, the 
Colorado Buffaloes had 199 yards of O at Oregon. They followed that up with 564 against <laughs> USC. They were down 34-7 in the second quarter. Final score, 48-41. Their fans are losing their mind, rightfully so. USC right now is 98th in total D, giving up 404 a game. And they played all their bad offenses. Like The rest of their schedule is backloaded with good offenses. Here's who they have coming up. Notre Dame on the 14th. Utah on the 21st. Rising will probably be back for that. Cal, which is you know not elite, but decent. Washington on the 4th of November. Oregon on the 11th of November. UCLA on the 18th of November. Uh, they're going to get diced. Washington and Oregon definitely going to cook. They're going to get diced. I mean, they, there's probably two losses in that mix somewhere. Yeah, yeah uh, they're 64th in scoring defense. I think I saw 24 and a half, something like that. I mean, you know, elite offense, but uh, you, you're going to have to win your game Better. 68 yeah. to 63. Yep, shootouts. Uh, no joke. I mean, they they could have the worst P5 defense of all time. I'm kind of rooting <laughs> for that to happen. They're 98th right now with a backloaded schedule. Uh, Grinch is really good at getting pay raises, right? Yeah, he follows Somehow. up. I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, not exactly the pride of the OCC. Do you know he's from Grove City? Yeah. Remember that? Gary Pinkle's nephew. Mm-hmm. What a gig, man. What a gig. Uh, I think we're running out of time. We had so much fun tonight despite our technical problems. Uh, as always, uh, take care of each other. Be good to each other. Good night. Want to know anything about the fans contest? How to win? Or what's up for grabs? Check out 971thefan.com. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars, Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus.